0: The Matt Wyatt Show podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. Buying or selling, make sure you go there first. Online at MSLandBank.com. That's Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. All right, here we go. Hour two underway. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. I got a text. on my handy-dandy iPhone from C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. I always get texts because I'm never without a signal in Mississippi because I have C Spire. It's always popping up. And I got a text during the changeover from hour one to hour two from my buddy Gator Greg. Told me I didn't have the schedule right. They don't play the SEC title game on December 12th. You're an idiot, Matt. He says, uh, Bama plays Arkansas on November 12th, and Florida plays LSU December 12th. The SEC title game December 19th, LSU has a chance to foul the whole thing up for two teams. Potentially. Maybe. I don't know. Arkansas is going to go forward and play without Rakeem Boyd. Their running back is leaving early to get ready for the NFL, like a lot of players did, are doing at about this time of year. JB commented, JB is out. Bill is filling in. JB commented that we had on the live stream that we have breaking news. He is eating a banana and he can taste it. He said, next up is country pleasing. I got a new package of green onion, country pleasing sausage. I fried some up for breakfast this morning. You talk about making the house smell good. Fry some green onion, country-pleasing sausage. The only other person uh, I know that likes country-pleasing sausage as much as I do, his name is Chris Brooks, and he too has been out of commission. And just like we checked in with JB yesterday on the Divini Equipment phone line, Divini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. We're also now going to check in with Chris Brooks on the DaVinci Equipment phone. CB, Brooksie McJack, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey, Chris. <laughs> Is he doing this on purpose? Hey, Chris. <laughs> Does he realize he's breathing into the phone? <laughs> I don't guess he could hear me. I think he hung up. Let's We'll try him again. What was funny about that is we could hear him, but he could not hear me. And it's not like we have we weren't calling him off of a cell phone. It's not like we had it muted. <laughs> what did you have his earbuds in, and they went out or something? Because I heard that tone, and then I heard him going, <laughs> <laughs> sniffling into the phone. We'll try him back. I want to talk to Chris a little bit about these high school state championship games that are going to happen this weekend. In fact, um, I want to go to a couple of them and fill in for Chris. All right, let's try it. I think we have him back. Let's see. Drum roll. Chris Brooks on the Davinci Equipment phone line. Chris, are you there? I can't hear you, Matt. You can't hear me? <laughs> this is fantastic. All right, now I got you. Now. Chris, you hear me now? Okay, now I got you. For some reason,
1: I'm getting all the feedback. My voice is coming back to me, but um, I think you may have got a, a sniffle and a, me blowing a nose on the we air. We did. But, uh,
0: <laughs> we did. We got it. <laughs> you blew your nose. It was beautiful. And you sniffled. What about now? Is it sort of fixed now? We got it worked out now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I got you now. was uh, Before, before um, you cut me on and... And I went dead there for a second. Yeah. I thought you were going to say JB liked the sausage as much as you instead of uh, me. But I'm I'm, um, I'm proud to, to fill that spot.
0: Yeah. Do you have a favorite flavor, or do you just kind of go with the original?
1: No, there's two. You get the. Uh, I mean, I like jalapeno cheddar for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I always get the Andouille if I'm making anything, red beans and rice or yeah. gumbo or anything like that. That's yeah.
0: Uh, Louvier called yesterday on the show and said that over the week how about this and I know you're not a turkey guy but over the weekend he said that um, he took the leftover turkey from Thanksgiving put country please and andouille sausage with it and made a gumbo out of it
1: yeah I don't the listeners I was listening, I was, I was, I was listening oh you heard, heard. Louvier okay, okay. Luvier is a smart smart man yeah, and your wife know. liked his name and which is I mean, I, I get it, Louviere. Very cool,
0: but yeah, Luvier is a smart, smart guy. Sure, sure. Uh, and Bill, uh, and Bill. Now I've got now my I've got echo my... coming back to me. There we go. There we go. Okay, so uh, Chris, I, I don't really know how to go down this road before we kind of get into some of the matchups for the weekend. Um, but you're a little under the weather. What? What are you? What can you tell me? Yeah. Is going on right now?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. You heard a little bit of it. I, uh, I just. It's, some of it's just 2020, you know, just the year that we're having. Mm. I have a, uh, of course, with, with other people, you know, you would not know that that's out, that have had the COVID stuff. I've been around it a little bit, so then you start, when you're around it, you start thinking, you yeah. know, what's wrong with maybe I got it every time something little happens. Right. But I have a I have a sinus infection. So that's bottom. That's what you heard over, over the air. Mm. I'm having a lot of problems with my sinuses. But I'm having a lot of symptoms also, people around me that are having COVID. But I did get tested yesterday, and, and I was supposed to do those games just uh, Friday with the MHSAA. My test came back negative. But at the same time, the doctor's like, well, I mean, it's kind of early for you. You could still have it. Mm. Maybe you haven't tested positive. I mean, it's one of those things. Yeah. I have enough symptoms. I don't know if it's my sinus infection or if it's that. So out of caution, I'm just, I'm at the house.
0: Okay. Well, and I think that's nice of you to do that, you know, out of extreme caution, is to uh, oh, you're not feeling great.
1: When you're sharing a room with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. Beaver's in there. I try to think of him, and then the, the state championship games. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a booth with anybody and make anybody uncomfortable. So it's just kind of the year we're having. And then I I knew that state had already postponed the game this weekend, and we have a big shot you know, color guy that's suddenly available out there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it made it, it made it real easy for me to step down and, and let you t- kind of take the lead there.
0: I'm happy to fill in one bald guy for another. You know, we just <laughs> – the, the lighting crew just would make it – it's the same. It's like nobody ever left. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so yours is,
1: just, yours is just a half a foot higher up there, just about <laughs> –
0: so um, well, I really hope you get to feeling better because you know whether it's COVID or a sinus infection, sinus infection type stuff will make you feel like, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it make you feel oh, awful. I know. So my teeth, my 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 teeth are
1: hurting. Mm, but um, been there, man. But it's just look, it's just it's one of those things that probably gonna have to miss this weekend altogether with the high school games, which I hate because mm-hmm. I haven't missed those in eleven years. But you know, it just kind of is what it is.
0: Well, speaking of those games, Chris. So I pulled up your website, capitalsportsms.com. I used to go to mississippigridiron.com. Yep. Um and now when I type in mississippigridiron.com, it takes me to capitalsportsms.com. Yep. And you got a nice website. I I'm going to tip my cool. cap to you. It's nice.
1: I appreciate it. Um you know, we are working on a lot of things with it. All of the Mississippi Gridiron stuff is on there and I debated to keep the, you know, the the site name, the same, but you know, we're covering some other sports now, whether baseball or basketball or whatever. And I always look kind of funny when I'm doing a story on a slow pitch softball player. And it comes across Mississippi gridiron.com. <laughs> I mean, didn't necessarily fit, but yeah, all our stuff is still there for the Mississippi gridiron stuff. And that's what people know me by. And that's honestly, I mean, I, I like all the sports. My kids play baseball, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I appreciate it. If we're, um, I think what we're doing right now is is pretty good, and appreciate everybody that's working with me on
0: it. Well, you're right on. Um, and, and and look, I promise I'm going to get to the uh, to the championship games this weekend. We got plenty of time. But Chris, I know for you, you really dialed into back when when Mississippi Gridiron and the magazine was born. You really dialed mm-hmm. into and connected with you know high school sports on a statewide level, and then that grew to JUCO and that kind of thing. Are you sensing, and I'm not. This is not a leading question. Feel free to disagree with me. Okay. Um, are you sensing that right now in 2020, more people are just looking local. They're connecting with their their backyard team, their hometown team, high school sports, and kind because of everything going on in COVID, and we had quarantine and shutdowns, and people. I just get a sense that people are connecting with high school sports kind of in a new way. Do you sense that? Yeah, oh, No doubt. And you know
1: I have no problem disagreeing with you sure. on anything. Right. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt there is. And I think there's a lot of reasons for it. You know, with if with everything that's come this year that's been bad, there's also been a lot of reprioritizing life, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. Yeah. And people taking a step back from what you're doing, where you're spending your money, you know, those type of things. And, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any question. That there's there's more interest in what's going on locally, mm-hmm. and uh, and I would never go down this road because there's two roads on it. When you get into the political discussion on either end of it, I think even you know that's crept into a lot of sports that are out there, and whether it be pro and college or whatever. And then you go back down to a local, more high school level, and I don't know. There's a trust factor there between people yeah. and the community and the kids and the coaches. And it's still kind of an escape from, you know, what's been just real heavy stuff all year. Yeah. And, but yeah, I'm with you a hundred percent. And look, Matt, I don't know about you, me personally, I enjoy college football. I mean, I like the NFL, but I, that's always been backseat to me. I'm a Saints fan. And then and I'm an Ole Miss fan, but even that, you know, it's it, I haven't been real big into that this year. Um, but just me personally, High school sports. I've just I've had a, a lot of fun doing it this year more than I probably ever have.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. I've sort of reconnected with it and really glad I have uh, this particular year. It Just kind of happened. I didn't intentionally do it. Uh, Chris Brooks on your radio on Twitter. He is at uh, MS Gridiron. Follow him if you don't already and wish him well. We got to get him well, Chris. I got like ten minutes. Okay. Let's rapid fire through the six games that are going to happen this weekend. Okay, and let's go chronological order. First up will be Friday at eleven, the three A championship game. Knox County is ten and one, and McGee is eleven and zero. McGee had COVID issues early, but they have been a juggernaut ever since. Give me that one. Capsule that one for me real quick. What do we need to know? All
1: right, the two best teams. In three A, Knoxby County's one, McGee's number two, heading into the playoffs. Um, I don't know which one of those teams is best. are you're splitting hairs. Knoxby County kinda is what they what they are. Every year they win. They usually win big. And but Jeffrey Simmons, you go back to that, you know, several years ago and then just they've had kids every year. Mm. That you can always pencil them in. Right. Then you go to McGee, it's they haven't had that kind of success until the last few years. Um, probably the best player that's going to be out there is the kid from McGee Chandler Pittman. Um, they do a little bit of everything with him. I mean, he plays quarterback for them, but he's really an athlete. Mm -hmm. He'll be a big prospect. He'll be a big kid on signing day this year. He's got a little over 2000 yards passing. He can run it. I mean, they can, he'll return kicks. He'll do everything. Okay. Uh, I I, I don't know the numbers in front of me, but he's probably over a thousand rushing. That's going to be a great game. I am. I know more of the kids on McGee. There's a couple that play travel baseball with us. So uh, that's kind of got that angle in it. But, yeah, that should be a great game.
0: Okay, and then Friday afternoon at 3 is the 1A game, Biggersville-Lumberton. Biggersville is 13-0, and Lumberton 11-1. and And I'm just assuming this is Biggers- Biggersville's first ever trip to this championship game.
1: Yeah, and they knocked off Nana Wyatt to give here, man. Right, shut them Which out. Is, they shut them out. And Nanawaya has been a juggernaut the last couple of years in 1A. Right. Now Lumberton's the number one team in 1A heading into the playoffs, Uh, so that, that didn't come as a, as a surprise. I was surprised Biggersville won that game. And not only did they win the game, they go out there and they beat them bad in mm-hmm. Nanawaya. So I'm anxious to, if to see them, whether it's on TV or, or whatnot, anxious to get a chance to see them play. But if you want to look for just one kid that's out there, that's going to be a, a difference kind of person in the game. Lumberton has a kid named Robert Henry. He's twice been selected Mr. Football in 1A. Uh, he's a terrific player. as a running back. He has probably, I'm guessing now, probably around 2,000 yards rushing on the year. He uh, He's a big-time player. His name is Robert Henry.
0: Um, just real quick side note. Have we ever had a three-time Mr. Football? No,
1: well, we, you know, we haven't done this long, right? The MHSAA has partnered with the uh, New Orleans Saints. Maybe, gosh, the years run together. Maybe three years. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing three or four, but no, we haven't had a three time. Okay. But I don't. He might be the only two time. I think we've had we've had one other, maybe Taquise with uh, with Taylor'sville, but no, no, I don't think we've had a three time. I don't think.
0: Okay, and then Friday night, the late game rematch of last year's title game. Undefeated twelve and zero Oxford, twelve and zero Oak Grove. Doesn't get much better than that, does it?
1: No, and I think they're the two best teams that are left in six A. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some teams that challenged Oxford. Look, first round of the playoffs, Oxford beat Madison Central twenty five twenty three, I believe. Mm-hmm. A game that was, I mean, it came down to the wire. And then uh, their next two playoff games were tight. They beat Clinton in a close game this this last week. Uh, that team, they just they've they've been challenged a lot in the playoffs. And they've come up big. You know, they won it last year. I'm not as star-studded this year. Most of their star-studded type players are younger. Yeah. But with um, Coach Cutcliffe, you know, David Cutcliffe's son, Chris Cutcliffe. I mean, he's he's about as good as it gets. Right. But then you go to the other side with Oak Grove. They're a little bit different. Um, they got to the championship game last year. Was a great game. You know, I'm sure it's bitter for them because they lost a close one to Oxford. But they have a kid under center. I had a chance to see him about. Three, oh, long in that now. Four or five weeks ago at Oak Grove at, uh, at Northwest Rankin, his name is K. Barnett. His brother was a big shot wide receiver there three, four years ago. But this kid is a junior, uh, and he is terrific. Threw for a couple thousand, rushed for almost a thousand. He'll be a big deal prospect next year. He's probably about six three, two hundred pounds. Can really throw it. Can really run. Is
0: this this is three in a row? trips to the title game for Oak Grove because I'm going back to eight, uh, yeah. 18 in Hattiesburg is when uh Horn Lake beat them. Yeah. And then last year, yep. Oxford. So three straight for Oak Grove, maybe third time's a charm. huh?
1: They're good. Like I said, the, when you go to these games, sometimes immediately a kid jumps out at you, mm-hmm. especially if he is a quarterback because he's going to have the ball. Uh, That kid at Oak Grove, a junior quarterback, he's a terrific football player. If you're looking for one kid that might be the difference, it could be him. And then different from Oxford, they won all three of their playoff games going away. They really hadn't been challenged. They were challenged in the fourth quarter against Northwest Rankin this week. It was a one-score game midway through the fourth, but then they ended up winning by 19.
0: All right. And so, Chris, uh, real quick. So the Saturday games, 11 a.m. Louisville versus Poplarville for 4A, 11 a.m. Saturday. Is that a rematch from a few years ago, or am I dreaming that when Louisville won it down in Hattiesburg? <laughs> no, I think it is. I think it's two years ago. Poplarville had a
1: had a stud running back that's yeah. gone now. They were leading, I think, at the half, and the kid couldn't play the second half because he cramped so bad. Mm-hmm. And then not, not to take anything away from Louisville, they went on to win it, but they were, they were really good that year. Yeah. They, they were probably the better team anyway. But yeah, they 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 were there a couple of years ago that so we get a chance to see a rematch. It, overwhelmingly heading into the year, I thought Louisville was going to be the team to beat in that class, but Poplarville, they have three losses, but they play a they play a killer schedule every year and they did it this year. So their losses aren't bad losses. Okay. Uh, they just they do it different than everybody else. You know, they lost to DI reveal early this year and they lost to Pickey. Mm. You know, a six day undefeated team until the playoffs and then a five A favorite every year. Yeah. That has a chance to be a good game, but I think Louisville's probably the team that that's the favorite.
0: Saturday afternoon, Calhoun City versus Taylorsville, ten and two versus thirteen
1: and one. I don't know as much about Calhoun City this year, just with COVID and everything going on. Mm. Traditionally that's a team kind of like a I don't know, it's like a lower classification, West Point. Just a ton of athletes. They like to run the football. They play physical. That that style of play. So and I would guess they're going to have a similar team this year. That Taylorsville team is all about Ty Keyes. Yeah. I mean, everybody's familiar with him at this point. The yards he's put up. He's headed to Tulane. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to have a great career. Yeah. But uh, another kid on that team, Ty Keyes always comes up. They have a running back on that team, Matt. A kid named Jeffrey Pittman that's just a junior. And I don't know why more people – no, I think I think Pittman's a senior now. I think he's a senior. But anyway, I know he rushed for a ton of yards this year. I'm guessing 13, 1,400. And people don't talk much about him, but he has a chance to be a, a really good player on the next level.
0: Okay. About a minute here. Go west, young man. Saturday night, 7 o'clock, West Point, West Jones. 11-3 and 3 versus 12-2. And, and Mustangs versus Green Wave. And that's a great one to finish the weekend on. And the crazy
1: thing is, West Point has won the thing four years in a row. Mm-hmm. But they're the only team that's left in the in the state championship game that wasn't ranked in our top five in their class in the year. Um, they were ranked all year. They struggled some late in the year, lost a few games, lost three, I think, two or three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know if it was injuries. I don't know. I don't COVID. Who knows? I don't know why. But they lost a few. And then they get in the playoffs and man, if you see those kids play, they just, they don't lose when it matters. That's right. I saw them against Ridgeland this week and the second half of that game. I mean, I really thought Ridgeland was going to get that one. Di McDonald was having a good game and it was just, you could just almost see it happening. You know, Ridgeland gave them just a little bit of a, a window to do something late. You know, West Point gets a stop, uh, maybe a pick six potential ball, that stuff that that Richland doesn't capitalize on. They drop it, don't catch it, and they they let them in it, and you can't do that, because they'll beat you when you do that to West Point. Mm. They run the football, big physical defense, and they just win. They do it every year, going for five in a row. They're going to play a West Jones team this year, though, that was in the state championship game two years ago. Yeah, when Scott Pearson, the coach over there, Chris Chambliss at West Point. So you Mm. have two coaches that have been there forever, two teams with experience in this game. West Jones hasn't wanted in a while I don't think
0: Okay.
1: so kind of watch that angle see if West Point can take five years in a row or if West Jones can cap off a big
0: time season Brooksie right up to the break it's like you've done it before thanks man get well (laughs) soon appreciate it yeah thank you Chris Brooks capitalsportsms.com there is the preview you were looking for stick around